Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, bon, bon. I ain't go to church, but I did go pick up one of them fish dinners. Baddest one hit this stick off my shoulder first. Now either you gonna be in or you gonna stay outside, but you ain't about to be going in and out and in and out of my house, letting my good air out. Oh no, you know what? Go lay down. (laughs) Yo, what up? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Oh God, Uh, that is like. That was every Saturday at my grandma's house. <laughs> you know what? Just go there. <laughs> you get on my grandma's nerves. You get on my grandma's nerves more than twice. You got to go lay down. <laughs> Look, my grandma was trying to do two things with her life. Watch gun smoke. <laughs> And not have you die on her watch. And if you was doing anything to disrupt that. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you something. When when a parent or whoever is watching you go tell you to lay down, you have completely walked over every nerve ending in their body. You can't come back from that. You can't say, oh, no, no, I'm a, I'm a, uh-uh. Go <laughs> Woo! Go lay down, boy. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. It is Hadia Robinson right now coming through your eardrums, your ear canal. Um, thank y'all so much for logging on and tuning in, subscribing, sharing, and all that other stuff. And shout out to the people that hopped on the Facebook page um, and the people, the new people following on Twitter. Really appreciate you guys. That's really awesome. Been trying to push that social media wise and uh just kind of share some of the stories that are happening during the week that I don't really have time to hop on and do a podcast about but I think they're great stories and I want to just kind of exchange and share with you guys so um if you're not already following go to black ass podcast on Facebook and Twitter I try to mirror them as much as possible um but Follow any of those websites. I'm always posting like crazy videos or stories or stuff like that. Um, And just um, trying to engage with you guys when the podcast is not happening. Um, And if you see something that you want me to see, you can either tag it onto one of the social media pages or use the hashtag um, W-Y-B-A with your black ass <laughs> and I will see it. I'll be like, Oh, that's for me. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so this is the last Thursday guys of 2016. Um, you know, 2016 has been just, it's been a lot <laughs> like to say the least 2016 has been a lot. Right. So, um, there has been some great okay here we go 27 cuz i'm trying to find a positive and and there are positives like but it's just all these people dying is just kind of creeping me out i don't know how y'all feel about it but i think just the the amount of deaths that are being being reported 
it's just kind of like a lot, right? And I maybe because it's people that I specifically grew up with, people that I used to watch and listen to, enjoy, you know, revere, and they're just like gone. And it's just like, wait, what? Um, and not even that old to me, right? 50-something for me is not that old, right? 45 for me is not that old. And it's not because I'm necessarily stepping on them numbers too much. <clears throat> what I mean is, when you was like eight or nine, you met somebody that was 40. You used to be like, how are you still here? <laughs> you so old, right? But once you get in your 30s, you know, late 20s, <clears throat> Then it's like, oh, that's not old because I feel good where I am. So I I can't imagine being, you know, feeling horrible by the time I reach that age because I'm almost right there. You know what I'm saying? Not that, you know, you get what I'm saying. So um, five dog, 45, gone. Like what? Prince, 50 something, gone. What? Ricky Harris, comedian, gone. 50 something, like What? So it's just kind of like a little bit unnerving and it's like every day. It's almost like when you wake up and you get online, like, oh, what's about to be the hashtag? Don't let it be Stevie Wonder, right? It's like, that's been me for the past week. So many people died in the past week that I'm like, okay, is this the rapture? I'm not a, I'm not a Bible thumper. I don't know at all like that, but I did watch the show Leftovers and it was kind of mirroring or their interpretation of what the rapture is. Basically, it started off with people going about their regular day and then they just turn and then somebody just disappear. And then they don't know where they went and it was assumed that they went to heaven or, you know, God came and took them. But then it just started creating all these questions. Well, why did he take them? Why did why did he leave me? You know, and was I supposed to go? But did I do so? So it's just kind of like, what is what is happening now we're talking about the people that's dying as celebrities right but think about all the regular people that's dying and nobody's reporting it right like because they don't they're not in the spotlight so how many more people died this year <laughs> i don't know why i'm so morbid but that's the shit i think about but i just feel bad because it's somebody who died right and they had a good life they did some great things they just weren't you know they weren't david bowie good things they weren't you know fucking prince good things they weren't jaja gabor but you know there needs to be somebody out here reporting for the dude that worked at the snow coast station then he went back to school got his shit together then he ended up manager at the marriott and <laughs> i'm just saying we all deserve a little bit of spotlight although i think if it reported everybody that died this year i would probably lose my mind like it would be too much but you know 2016 i'm goodbye you know i'm over it goodbye and uh a little bit later i'm gonna just put together a list of the dope shit that happened black people wise i will say i think 2016 has probably been the blackest ass year of my lifetime like unapologetically black black in your face and fuck your feelings black you know what i mean like if you ain't repping that black shit, then we we not here for you. You know what I'm saying? You can't talk reckless to black people kind of year. You know, we we gonna stunt, we gonna shine, and you can't say shit about it, black. And it was, it was quite glorious. It really, really was. So a little bit later, I'm like, I got a great list of some black ass shit that happened. It's my black ass, um, black ass shit list. 
for 2016. But black ass shit, like, but not like shit, but like black ass shit. Like, yeah, you know, uh, power fist, black ass shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um. So, and I'm, and I, you know, of course, my 2016, I, I had a really great conversation with a friend who got me together because I was like, mm, 2016, uh, she was like, bitch, you was just at the motherfucking Barack and who, bitch, but shit, what? I was like, oh, yeah, bitch. So, thank you for that, girl. She got me together. She cussed me out, but she got me together. And sometimes I realize you need that in your life. You need somebody that's going to cuss you smooth the fuck out. It's like once they start cussing you out, it's like the words and everything starts making sense. And maybe that's just because when I was growing up, my mom never cussed me out. So I'm used to tuning out like, oh, come on. But when somebody cusses you out, then it's like, oh, okay, right. I get it now. It is completely sunk into my brain. I'm paying attention. (laughs) So my 2016 was actually really really great aside from all of the bullshit that happened but I think I like most people I'm just stressed out a little bit little bit little little bit stressed out about what 2017 is gonna bring we don't know right it's an orange now later moving into the White House it's a orange starburst it is a orange um what's some remember them candies your grandmama used to have it was just orange jelly with sugar on the top <laughs> the orange slices it is a orange <laughs> I'm never going to call him president. So if that's something that you're looking for, you're thinking I'm going to do. If I do it, it is a Freudian slip. It's not something that I meant to do. I have no intention of acknowledging him as somebody who is supposed to be the leader of the free world. Good night. First of all, I don't, I don't rep for nobody that uses words like so unfair. Bitch, man up, ho. Anyway. Anyway, so um, so there's a little bit of apprehension there um, just because are we going out of the frying pan into the fire, right? Um, or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. And I'm still going to shine. I'm still going to be great. And that's just how I'm looking at 2017. I'm still going to be great. Anyway, let's get into these stories, y'all. So funny story. Um there was a festival in Sri Lanka that accidentally printed the lyrics of Tupac's Hail Mary. So it was a Catholic joy. It was a 2016 Catholic joy, uh, joy to the world festival. (laughs) First of all, (laughs) if you know, you know, Hail Mary, (laughs) Just can you imagine being at a Catholic or any kind of religious event and then reading off, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy. <laughs> First of all, that's a dope ass way to intro a song. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. That's like right out the gate. Come through, Tupac. Yo, that <sighs> Machiavelli the Dawn in this Illuminati all through your body. Blow is like a 12-gauge shotty. You feel me? <laughs> Come with me. Hail Mary. <laughs> Yo, me and my little sister used to bump that shit so hard in college. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> in high school. And we was in high school. 
what? I was in I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> I ain't a killer, but don't put okay, anyway. So uh <laughs> but this they actually printed it up. And what's sad is that they print so you telling me once it was printed nobody thought to say let me check the printing like when i print something up i want to at least look and be like okay let me make sure it's lined up let me make sure the ink ain't you know starting to falter let me make sure it's all coming through let me make sure it's no like clear you know how sometimes you print the paper you printing something and a, it'll just have a blank line at an angle through and you like what is happening or whatever so that <laughs> so nobody checked this like yo and the thing is is that okay now granted they were like translating it so but even when you translating it don't you kind of like go through and say well let me double check like you know how if you're on Facebook now they'll print if you see a video or a post from someone and they're speaking in a different language in the description they will have like some kind of like it'll be written in a different language but you can say see translation and it'll break down what it's supposed to be about right a lot of times that shit is wrong so I'm thinking my first question is, did they eat, try the translation? Did they run the translation by somebody else? What was the actual translation? Because the lyrics of Hail Mary clearly are, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting picture paragraphs unloaded. Wise words being quoted. Picture okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pray to God. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not to be complex. I know what y'all thinking. It's not be complex. It's just that kind of song. Hail Mary is one of them songs where you just kind of turn up. Not like this new turn up where it's like, then you like got to crank that or pipe it up or whatever they be doing these little kids. And But I'm saying like where the lyrics is just going off and you like, ah, yeah. Okay, anyway. So what did they think? My My question is, for the people, for the person who translated it or the, when they looked at those lyrics, did they think it said Hail Mary full of grace? <laughs> uh -huh. Woo. I'm about to look up because I don't know. Sorry. I told you I ain't a churchy person. Um, So let me look up this Hail Mary prayer real quick. Hail Mary full of grace. Our Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb so that was the traditional but my thing is hell mary is a whole ass three minute song so <laughs> did they think that was a remix to the hell mary prayer <laughs> i don't know why this tickles me so much but this is a hysterical i ain't a, okay um see that's what i'm saying that's the kind of shit that happens in only i feel like this wouldn't have happened in 2015 this 2016 2016 is a trash ass year it's just okay so just to confirm what i just said said this was another story that i looked up humans have no penis bone because sex doesn't last long enough that's this is the stuff this is the discoveries of 2016 <laughs> this is it people humans have no sex bone they have no penis bone i'm sorry men have no penis bone 
because sex doesn't last long, long enough. Now, what I didn't know is that the actual act of sex, like the the penetration part, they're saying only lasts about two minutes. So, you know, y'all not that whole go all night. Yeah, not really. At a certain point, you only you just starting a fire. Like, let's just be honest. As at a certain point, it's like maybe we could just watch TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> or do they try to do like they they'll get it in right and then they just then they stop and then go make a drink. Like, nah, bro, you ain't slick. <laughs> I'm stopping the clock. <laughs> Mama, if you're listening, just log off. This ain't, it's been a while, but I know before other episodes you could listen, but just, just don't, I don't want you to live this life. <laughs> you don't need to, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, you don't want to know. <laughs> just leave the room, mama. Unless she at the house like, that's my baby. <laughs> Tell him what that dick do. Okay, I hope not. I really, oh God, I hope not. That would be horrifying. But the bone in the penis is called the baklum and men don't, human males don't have it because sex doesn't last as long. And supposedly they aren't, you know, they don't have the same type of sex. It's like, like chimpanzees have it because they have sex with anything and everything that moves. And, you know, they're making kids with a bunch of different, um, chimpanzees and at the same, well, you know what? Wait a minute. Um, I think these scientists are wrong because I've seen enough episodes of Maury to know that these dudes out here is trying to live that life. So maybe they dick bone is going to come back. I mean, these, a lot of these animals developed it like 95 and 145 million years ago. And for some reason, these uh, human men didn't get it, but I'm thinking these human men nowadays are probably going to get it. Cause I watch Maury and they be on there like Jim, uh, you're here with Kayla, Amber, Kristen, and Jessica. We're going to find out if they are nine kids, um, are yours. You'd be like, God damn, really? And then that the same dude to be back on like three in the next season. You remember him in this past episode. Now he's back with Tracy. God. <laughs> Anyway, um, but I'm gonna be honest, you know, I'm kind of, I'm glad human males dicks don't have actual bones in them. Okay. Like I've definitely felt something that was like, (laughs) damn, (laughs) that's you. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Knock a two five with that one. But some of y'all just don't have the actual meat enough meat like you know circumference to go around (laughs) i'm sorry god trying to punish me for being nasty all right so anyway but i'm saying that to say that these are the discoveries of 2016 that's how trash this year has been 
you know, in science, right? Here's another discovery. A mysterious virus that could cause obesity. This is something that was reported in 2016. So supposedly there's there's a guy who at the age of 11 was scratched by a rooster. And before then, he worked on a farm. He was skinny, you know. Then after he got scratched by this rooster, next thing you know, he is fat as shit and he keep gaining weight. He the only one in the family that's gaining weight and... Even when he diet, everything he does, he's still like 30 to 40 pounds overweight. And then another dude in India, in Mumbai, India, he did this test and found this virus is um, SMAM-1. So, um, and supposedly this virus comes from chickens. He put, get, and he did a study. It was some of the chickens had the virus. Some of the chickens didn't have the virus. But when he took a group of some chickens with the virus and some chickens without the virus, put them in the same thing together, those chickens that were unaffected with the virus end up getting fatter. So, you know, maybe the fact that I'm overweight ain't got shit to do with me. Somewhere along the lines, I got scratched by a chicken. <laughs> A fucking chicken scratch me. Now I can't get back into a size eight. What the? F- <laughs> so I'm never gonna be a size four because a chicken scratch me. Is that what y'all trying to tell me? But I'm saying like this is how trash. <laughs> and the sad part is, is that maybe this dude who claims that he's the only one big one in their family. Maybe your mama fucked the neighbor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the pounds keep coming. But maybe mama's got a secret that she ain't told you about. You know what I mean? Like, or maybe this is legit a damn virus. And every time you eat some dang on fried chicken, your ass is exposing yourself to the obesity virus. This is what 2016 has brought us. Do y'all realize that this is what 2016 has brought us? <sighs> so sad. Um, speaking of sad, um, now remember last episode I was reporting how Trump couldn't find anyone to um be a part of the inauguration entertainment. Like none of the celebrities was coming out. Everybody was like, sir. Uh, kill yourself right um so then I read that oh the Rockettes were going to um perform and I was like word like I can't imagine anybody in the arts would want to be a part of that right so (laughs) um but then I read that it was the it was the union that was forcing the Rockettes to take part in this. And I'm like, yo, that is some BS right there. And um, there was such an uproar and such a backlash against this decision that the um, that the union decided, oh, then they could opt in to do to perform at the inauguration and I just feel like first of all as a union you work for the the union is supposed to represent the people that's in the union not other entities so you supposed to the union is supposed to act in best interest of its members so how how are you gonna make me or tell me I have to go do I ain't gotta do shit I don't have to I don't have to be a part of that and so of course a lot of the dancers are like, uh, yeah, ain't nobody doing that. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight. I don't need money that bad, right? Um, so 
now, thankfully for those dancers, the performance is optional. And not that I'm going to watch the inauguration. I have no interest in seeing that. I feel sorry for, for Barack and Michelle because they have to be there for that BS. Because I would be like, bruh, um, y'all good. Um, didn't you say I was the worst president ever? Okay, then well, I'm sure you don't want me to sign you in. So why don't you get, um, why don't you bring Ronald Reagan from the grave since you be dick riding, all these Republicans be dick riding Ronald Reagan and he ain't even here no more. So why don't you dig up Ronald Reagan and have him do, you know, introduce you or whatever is supposed to go down or be like, I would, I would be up there like, I'm good. <laughs> no, you got that player. Um, but I, part of me wants the petty, the petty, the petty, petty, the petty side of me wants to just see that, see it just to see what terrible performances are going to be there. And I want to know who gonna, who's performing there so I know who not to support next year. <laughs> yeah, I said petty. Yeah, and I stand by it. So go ahead and walk your ass up there and see if I buy any of your albums. See if I boot, I ain't even going to bootleg your shit. That's how much I'm boycotting you. I ain't even bootlegging your shit, right? Um, but um, I can imagine, I'm sure all of the Rockettes, some of them want to do it, right? It's just like, it's just, I'm sure some of them dumb hoes want to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have nothing good to say about anybody that supports this ignorance. I just, I have nothing. I have nothing for you. Um, so, but I just, I just can't help but imagine, right. That it's going to end up being like three or four chicks <laughs> just doing the leg kicks. They can't do none of the big formations cause it's only a couple of them. <laughs> they out there looking like some homegirls at the club <laughs> and they extra drunk. Now they just doing leg kicks. <laughs> So the petty part of me wants to see that. Now, uh, Mary Claire Magazine, they published um, an article. <laughs> they published an interview, I'm sorry, with one of the um, Rockettes, and she's under the pseudonym Mary. Mary says, the majority of us said no immediately, right? Then there was a percentage that said yes for whatever reason, whether it's because they're young and uninformed or because they want the money or because they think it's an opportunity to move up in the company when other people turn it down. Mary said, if I had to lose my job over this, I would. It's too important. All right. Come on through Mary. Mary, like you don't, you're not getting these leg kicks. I, these leg kicks are reserved for real motherfuckers, not for your orange ass. Come on through Mary. Um, the thing what's so, what's so funny is the transition team is like, they're looking everywhere. They're under every rock. They are trying to find anybody. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Remember the dude from <laughs> American Idol? <laughs> she bang. <laughs> He's going to be singing at the first dance. <laughs> They're going to have J.J. Icefish. <laughs> Yo, 50 Tyson. <laughs> 50 Tyson is doing something. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo, <laughs> one of her aunts. <laughs> Somebody at the trailer park is doing a national anthem. Oh, my God. Whew. 
Kid Rock is doing a poem. It's just, it's going to be a all out shit show. And I'm going to be honest, I want, I really, I just, mm. yeah, I don't want to see it, but I want to see it because I want to see how horrible it's going to be so I can be like, yeah, now, bitch, right? Told y'all I'm petty. I stand by it. I am petty. The Rockettes actually performed at George W. Bush's inauguration in 2001 and 2005, but this year they was like, um, no thanks. <laughs> we're good um so yeah I, I i can't wait to see who's actually going to um oh this is great for the first time in five inaugurations no washington area high school marching band will play during the parade damn now i told you i was out there for barack and michelle i was out there for that parade boy they had keisha and tasia and them they the little um what the little baton girls they was getting it so yeah, that parade is going to be sad. It's just gonna be a dude with a with a, with, with some jugs. <laughs> it's gonna be two. It's gonna be like five hillbillies from <laughs> Mississippi playing the spoons. <sighs> Look, I gotta get my laughs in before this whole thing goes to shit. So I'm getting my laughs in whatever. Um, let's take a quick break. This episode of black ass podcast is brought to you by the makers of as it should be body products. That's right. Um, it's the best all natural luxurious skincare products with high quality ingredients, no chemicals, no toxins, no synthetic ingredients. That's right. So that baby oil that you've been using, that petroleum jelly, thinking that you really, you know, doing something good for your skin, you are not. You need to check out As It Should Be Body Products. It's an all-natural skin moisturizing cream and a natural lip balm. And it's made with your body and mind, as it should be. And I got mine in the mail, and I've been using it every day. And I'm telling y'all right now, winter ain't got shit on these products. Oh, and Lord forbid you're somebody that's still, like, using lotion this time of year. Please, you got about 10 to maybe 15 seconds before you ash it when you walk out into these elements. Don't do your body like that. Upgrade your life. Log on to as it should be bodyproducts.com right now. Go to that website, order up that body cream, get you some of that lip balm, give your body a hug, give your lips a kiss. I'm telling you, it's the bomb. All right, y'all, let's get back into the show. All right, so I was actually trying to find all, I was trying to seriously find stories that did not talk about, you know, the stuff that gets me all the way turned up. But, um, you know, what what are you going to do? <laughs> it's like, I want to. I'll be trying. I'll be looking. And it's just not, it's just not happening. So um, in in the bullshit, right, NYPD officers are offered more pay to wear body cameras. Like I said, some bullshit. So my problem with this is that police wearing body cameras should never be an option. It should be period, point blank. If you don't like it, you can take your dumb ass and go work at the Sunoco station, ho. But you're not about to be like, I'm... 
they're offering a 1% pay increase to the officers required to wear body cameras. See, that's my problem, required. So if you're required, then that's what you're going to do. I don't have to offer you anything more. If you feel like you don't want to wear a body camera, then I have questions about how you're doing your job, right? So, and the thing is, like this should not be negotiable this is not a well if you do this i'll give you this this isn't a parent trying to get a kid to clean a room although when i was coming up you wasn't it, it was no negotiation you was gonna clean that room or you was gonna be on punishment you was gonna clean that room or you was gonna get your ass whooped you was gonna clean that room or you was not gonna live in this house and that's just what it's gonna be like period point blank but at the end of the day, I know how some of y'all like to parent and barter and all this stuff, but this is your job. This ain't, you know, you don't get to come to your job and clock in whatever time you want to. And then your boss see that you late every day and say, look, okay, I really need you to be here on time. So if you could start coming on time, I'll buy your breakfast. No, bitch. This is, you are a police officer. There is questions about how y'all do y'all jobs. So when the word come down, when the word comes from on high that y'all got to wear your camera, put your camera on or take your ass home. And that is the, what are we, why are you still talking? Why are we still, why are you still standing in my office? I'm done having a conversation with you, but this is the problem. And this is why police do what they do. This is why police feel like they can do whatever they want to do. Not to mention all the police that have gotten off of killing people in the last three to five to 20 to 30 years. Never mind all that. Never mind the fact that nobody is helping holding these bitch ass motherfuckers accountable right well i'll get to that i have something about that in a minute but never mind the fact that if you a white officer you are never held accountable for what you do right never mind the fact that it's a dude in oklahoma the police officer in oklahoma that raped all the women that they still can't find in the system i know i ain't seen another report about it and i'm sure ain't nobody reporting about it but there's the officer uh holtz claw yeah the du- Daniel Holtzclaw, I talked about him in the in the previous podcast. He raped over two hundred dang on women in in Oklahoma City, and now all of a sudden he goes to prison. And he, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't. He got he ended up getting two hundred years. He didn't rape two hundred women, but he ended up getting two hundred years for raping the women that he raped. And all of a sudden, one week later, can't nobody find him in the system, and they don't know where he at. Maybe he in the prison, but we don't know because he wasn't checked in right. Excuse the... F- but, so, I say all that to say, so now, you know, officers are, you know, covering up murders. All kind of shit is happening. Now, it's saying, hey, y'all have to wear y'all body cameras, and then, no. And then the Patrolman's Benevolent Association has argued that the body cameras are encumbrance, are an encumbrance. I'm sorry. Um, no, they not. They it ain't like you holding an actual TV camera. And please, these dudes that be on cops and shit, they running with their camera. They don't have a problem with it. It ain't like you you got an over the shoulder ass camera. It ain't like the camera gotta be held steady. It ain't like you holding a camera and it's on a tripod, bitch. This thing is clipped to your fucking shirt, okay? It's not that fucking hard. Encumbrance like how? Like you can't you can't shoot somebody and then not get and then not have the world see it. I feel like that's the only encumbrance we talking about here. But other than that, this thing is not that big. It said the the Patrolman's Benevolent Association. They said 
The officers should be paid more if they're forced to endure body cam training. What the fuck is body cam training? And the stress of being recorded. Oh, it's stress and being recorded? Oh, well, I'm stressed about getting shot by police and them not going to jail for it. That's what I'm stressed about. So I don't know what stress, what stress do you have about being recorded unless you're doing some shit you ain't supposed to be doing? That's it. Period. I don't have a problem with somebody putting it. Well, I have a problem if I ain't got my makeup on and I'm looking good. But I'm just saying, the camera ain't even on you. It's pointed out to what the fuck you doing. So what is the stress? What is the actual stress unless you're doing some shit you ain't supposed to be doing? That is the bottom line. There is no other argument. Not, no argument you can give me makes sense. This thing is not heavy. You don't have to hold it in your hand. It clips to your shirt, and it ain't necessarily directly in your face. So what is the stress? But but you need to get more money, and you get the option of saying this is some bullshit right here. This is some straight up bullshit, and it's just it and it's just another example of how police are not being held accountable and not being at all um forced to do their job the right way. This is just another opportunity to for them to do some bullshit, cover it up. No officer should be able to come back to the to the precinct after after somebody was murdered, after somebody is shot, after somebody falls to their death, after there's whatever kind of incident. You can't come back to the police station and say, "Oh shit, I ain't even my camera. It it was off. It it fell off." Oh, it fell off. Well, bring it here anyway, and let's see the let's see what was on there. Because even if it fell off, then it should be some recording either before the incident, after the incident. But you ain't about to just tell me, oh, uh, the camera uh, the camera fell off. But then you, well, where is it, bitch? Huh? Where Where the fuck? Bring it here. Bring it here. Let me see it. Yeah, show your work, ho. Like back in, in elementary school, you had to do your little math problem. Show your work. Show your work, right? So, um... Police unions generally have cited higher stress level, greater job complexity and concerns over the privacy of officers and civilians. Let me tell you something. If I end up dead by the hands of a police, then um, I don't need my privacy. I need y'all to figure out how the fuck I got murdered, period. Because it ain't going to be, oh, she died in her cell. Oh, she committed suicide. No, she didn't. Okay, if I end up dead in police custody, if I end up dead at a police traffic stop, if I end up dead in a jail cell behind whatever reason, then I was murdered. Okay, let's uh, for everybody listening, we don't know what's gonna happen. So if you hear about, oh wow, comedian Hadia Robinson was, oh uh, she was murdered. Yeah. Uh, anyway, don't let me even go back to Sandra Bland. I'm sorry. Woo, honey. Good, good God Almighty. Right? So, and here's the thing. If you're not somebody that can handle the stress of this job, I, th- I think this is something we've, you know, people want, you supposed, we are supposed, as citizens, we're supposed to be sad because police officers are stressed out. Guess, wh- guess what I'm sad about? I'm sad that I'm stressed out. I'm sad that I get stressed out when I see police lights. I'm sad that I get stressed out when I'm in the car and the police roll up and try to pull us over or want to give us a ticket. That shit stresses me out, okay? I'm I'm stressed out when I'm going down the street and then all of a sudden I see a police officer standing up, uh, standing on my block. I'm stressed out when I see the police got somebody else pulled over because I'm sitting there like, Lord, 
please don't let this person get murdered and I have to stand here and see this or I have to record it on my phone or I have to record it on my phone and try to post it somewhere and not end up getting arrested and thrown in jail like the dude that recorded Eric Garner. You get what I'm telling you? You see all these examples that's coming together, but we supposed to care that the police is stressed out? No, I don't. Because guess what? Didn't nobody come get you out of your house to force you to do that job? This is something that you decided to do. It's like people who are air traffic controllers. Um, that's a, that is a stressful job. Pilots, that is a stressful job, okay? I'm not saying your job ain't stressful. I'm just saying that I don't have no, like, I'm not sitting up here weeping for you because you stressed out. Bitch, go get a new job. You wasn't, it wasn't like you was brought down on a cloud to come be a police officer. You can go work at Target. You can go work at Staples. You can go work at Starbucks. Hell, if you re do real good at Starbucks, your ass could end up owning a Starbucks. So why don't you look into that as a field of, uh, as a profession? But I'm supposed to care that you is so, so stressed out. So, look, anyway, it's being reported that by the um, the New York Post that the body camps are inevitable and the New York, the NYPD's 20,000 patrol officers will have cameras. So, good, good. And hopefully, when those cameras are turned off, when they are, they fall off that's in quotes guys fall off when they are lost when there was a malfunction then um your ass is being brought up on charges especially in the event of somebody death because at, that's destroying evidence that's how i feel and there's no other way to state it there's no other way around it if you kill somebody while you're on your job and you come back and the one thing that was supposed to record the whole everything that happened and all the events is all of a sudden not available it's not there it's not it can't be called into question no that's mur that's murder. You you are covering up evidence, and everybody that works with you, who cameras accidentally went off, or everybody that works with you, that somehow or another they camera didn't pick up what the hell was happening. Then all of y'all are going to jail for murder. Period. It's that simple. It's really not that hard. I don't know why I'm not in charge of this because I'm telling you right now, they would probably murder me. They would they would put a hit out on me. But it's so funny because, like I said earlier, boom, that you know I had to. I had to go and correct myself because I said, you know, a, when you're a white officer, you're not held accountable, right? Because in Georgia, the former Georgia cop was sentenced to life in prison in a taser death of an unarmed, handcuffed man. So all you black police officers out there that want to stand by that little blue coat, that want to stand behind that blue line or whatever it is, y'all little boys in blue crew is, please understand that you don't get the same look that these white boys is getting. So you want to be sitting up here, I'm a police officer, it's about the badge, it's about the shield, and da-da-da-da-da, and you want to stand, and when you know they doing some bullshit, when you know they out here killing people, and you don't have nothing to say, mm just know that you don't get them same luxuries. You don't get them same looks. He is sentenced to life in prison for a taser death. So this Georgia officer, um, he was convicted of murder in the death of 
uh, Gregory Towns, he was only 24 years old. He was an unarmed black man who died after being shot more than a dozen times with a taser while handcuffed. And I and I rem- I don't know if I saw this video, which is so sad because I've seen at least like six videos of them, of police officers tasing the fuck out of somebody who is handcuffed. I saw one and they tased the dude in his balls. Again. Like, who... I'm not even a man and just understanding from and hearing from men, how sensitive the balls are. And you know, if a dude see another dude getting kicked in the balls, they don't even have to know him. They all like, everybody is all doubled over. Like, uh, like it's like they can feel it. So how do you, as a man, knowing what that feels like, put, do that to another man, shock him in his balls with like voltage of electricity. You don't know. You could destroy any chance you have of him getting, like, having kids. You can ruin this man's life. Like, that's, who who does that? That's like me kicking a pregnant chick in the belly and I'm pregnant. Who does that? So, Officer um, Marcus Egbert, Eberhard, I'm sorry. I looked dead at it and still said it wrong. Marcus Eberhard and... um. Sergeant Marcus Eberhardt and Corporal Howard Weems were both um, brought up on charges. Um, Weems actually only ended up with a um, involuntary manslaughter charge. His murder charge was dropped. Who knows what kind of information they gave up on this dude. But anyway, the um, the guy, 24, and they were responding to a domestic violence call. Supposedly, he ran from them. They handcuffed him, told him to get up and go to the p- patrol car. He was like, he can't walk. And they just started hitting him with a stun gun. Now, how is that going to help him get up and walk to the damn car and you hitting him with a stun gun? And he's, I mean, this dude was a big dude. So, I mean, I get the idea that maybe you out there and you feeling some, you nervous because this dude looked big. But at the end of the day, it's two of y'all and y'all got him handcuffed. So, if he want to lay on the ground all day, then fine. Call for some backup. Y'all lift him together. Bring another car or something. But the idea that y'all are using a stun gun on somebody who just told y'all he can't walk to the car, how do that make sense? So all of a sudden, the stun gun is going to make him be like, "Woo, I'm about to get up now. No, bitch, I got volts of electricity going through my body. Not only am I, like, restrained, fucked up, but I can't walk. Like, I, anyway, 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 anyway gonna end this podcast on a high note as promised i am going to run off the uh the top black ass moments of 2016 i said black ass shit list but i feel like black ass moments is better so the top black ass moments of 2016 and like i said 2016 was a very unapologetically black it was like and what we out here fix your face get it together boom power fist shit right um so i know this list is not everything so don't be in my inbox someone something well you forgot no we're not gonna do that what we're gonna do is i'm gonna put this list on the facebook page um facebook.com slash black ass podcast whatever i miss please go and add it to this list linden help me put this together so i can go back and refer to like all of the great moments and i can kind of get help help get me information that's what i'm trying to say help get me information okay so boom here are the black ass moments of 2016 <laughs> boom um 
Black girls at the Olympics. Black women at the Olympics shut the whole Olympics down. You understand what I'm telling you? Like gymnastics, swimming, um, track and field, as they always do. Like you ain't you can't say shit to black women that when it comes to track and field, we be out there, okay? Um, the first shot put, right? Um boxing clarissa shields from flint michigan i gotta shout her out because you know that's my city um she came home with the gold what she only like 22 years old she's a baby doing it right so simone biles i watched i still watch that flip that girl runs flips in the air and then when she gets in the air her body goes higher into the air it's something like even scientists was trying to figure it out i think it's called the simone effect or something like that but like scientifically they can't even explain how this little girl is able to do this so simone biles the the shot put the swimmer the other simone in swimming um the 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 basketball team like black women shut it all the way down in the Olympics, so shout out to them. Of course, Serena, this was Serena's year, regardless that, I mean, irregardless, no, I'm just playing, but despite the fact that she didn't actually clinch the title that she needed to clinch, she is still the greatest athlete in the world, period. You can't argue it. It is what it is, hands down. Nobody is going to catch her. So, um, and I was right there rooting for her, like, oh, I wanted her to break that record. She didn't, but you know what? You can't say shit about Serena, and she just got engaged. So go ahead, Serena, and the dude is lit, and he got money. <laughs> Girl, come on, Serena. This your year. <laughs> and she only 35. Sorry. Is she 36? I don't know. I, I, I don't even want to disappoint myself and go look it up. Not that, you know, I'm that. Oh, I'm just saying that she's done a lot in her, in her years. <laughs> I can't even get through the list without throwing shade. Serena, uh, the black women at the Olympics, uh, Lemonade came out. Like, you know, I'm not by no means and no in no way am I like a Beyonce stand. Like I gotta I live for Beyonce. I, that's not me. But when Beyonce does something, the world is paying attention. So she gets kudos for that. Like when Beyonce makes a move, motherfuckers are paying attention and that shit changes the entire conversation. I hope I don't die on the day Beyonce is doing something because nobody's going to give a fuck. <laughs> my, my good friends will probably be like, oh my God, that's what, oh wait, Beyonce got an album out? Oh my God. <gasps> Holy shit, Beyonce got an album out? Oh my God. Like, yeah, it would be that. Like, I will get shut out that quickly. So, you know, Beyonce. And then turned around and came through the Super Bowl. Black, all black, Michael Jackson style. What? Black Panther berets. What? Listen, I was there for, I was inform when information dropped, that was all anybody was talking about. It was, it was 9,000 think pieces on information it was nine million thing pieces on lemonade as a whole project so beyonce um baraka michelle just in general like not only the fact that we know that this is their last year but they made this was a black ass year at the white house like the white house got black as fuck. like kendrick kendrick lamar was there mad people that you would not necessarily expect to be in the white house was up in the white house they was kicking it it was just like a cookout every year i didn't go to his birthday party i heard the birthday party was lit um black history month like the entire black history month everything that was coming like across my social media feeds was just 
black as hell. That White House was black as hell. So shout out to Barack and Michelle because they they did that. So 2016, definitely Barack and Michelle. Um, Jesse Williams' speech at the uh, BET Awards. And mind you, I don't even really watch the BET Awards like that. Like, no shade, no tea, whatever. But it's just not... Just because I, I don't really rock with this new music that's happening. Like, I just can't get it into my spirit. I can't get it into my soul. So it's not like when you were back in the day when you knew Whitney was going to perform or you knew Luther was going to come through or Prince was going to make an appearance. Like, that was when I was like, oh, I have to... I'm not... I don't want to see this on repeat. I have to see it live, right? But... That Jesse Williams speech, when he just, that kind of was, that was the set off. That was the set off kickoff, right? Um, Viola Davis. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. That was, that was, I'm mixing my years up. I'm sorry. Um, oh, speaking of a rock and Michelle, I should have put these together better. That 106 year old lady, when she went to the White House and met Barack and them, and they was just dancing in the little foyer or whatever that area of the White House is. I mean, I was there, but I, I don't know if I went through that room. <laughs> sorry anyway virginia mclaren she was just the sweetest old lady like oh my god like that old lady 106 years old just at the white house up dancing kicking it oh my god it was just so sweet right um Oh, uh, Barack's mic drop at the correspondence dinner. That was dope. That was dope as hell, actually. Harriet Tubman get on a $20 bill. That was everything. Social media-wise, just social media is just always lit every year. Every year, there's something that happens that is so hilarious and just so on point. Um, the trap covers of white songs. I don't know if y'all saw that, but I'm telling you, I got my whole ass life to seeing these black people making trap covers of like, <laughs> and I would walk 500 miles. And like, yo, they, they cover Britney Spears songs, but it was like mad trap. And it was, oh, it was so good. So, you know, I feel like social media never disappoints. Even when it's some bullshit happening, you scroll, you scroll enough, you're going to come across something glorious on social media. So they came with it with the trap covers. Um, let me see. Oh, the announcement of the cast of Black Marvel of Marvel's Black Panther. <laughs> Black Marvel. The cast of Marvel's Black Panther. That was lit. And I was just super excited. And every day they're adding somebody. I think they just recently added Angela Bassett. So it's like, yeah. I'm like, thank you so much. Um, just the black ass movies that have come out, Moonlight, um, Hidden Figures, um, Birth of a Nation. I know everybody have their feelings about Birth of a Nation, but the fact that that movie was released is is huge. This was a huge year for black ass movies. Um, let me see the um Colin Kaepernick and just his protest and the movement and the conversation that was created around his protest, the conversation that people are still having, it's just been that unapologetic unapologetic i'm not gonna sit here and be quiet about it no more i'm not gonna sit up and just conform to these things that y'all think i should be doing when the work when when this country is not supporting me in a way or my people in a way it should support them you know so shout out to colin kaepernick that was huge um the the opening of the national museum of african african american history and culture i said it i'll say it again go 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 if you had plans to go to Miami, don't. 
go to this museum. If you was trying to go to New Orleans, go to this museum. Whatever you thought you was going to do, if you was going to go to Vegas, bitch, go to, you really need to be going to this. Go to the museum. Like, you can do all that stuff any other time. Go to this museum. Go get your soul right. Go see this. Experience this. Learn this. Understand. Understand this. It's so important. I can't say it enough. That place is everything. Um, Solange's album that was big. Like shout out. Like I'm not a like I said I'm not a super Beyonce. Blah, 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 but that Solange album is all right. I fucks with it. It was and the thing is it was just one of those conversation pieces. I think that's what makes a lot of stuff even though it's regular shit. But once it starts and sparks the conversation, that's what makes it bigger than life in my opinion. So and finally. Oprah and Michelle's interview. There's a lot of Barack and Michelle on here, but it is what it is. But Oprah and Michelle's interview, that final interview with the first lady, you know, Michelle, you know, that's my home girl. Come on through. But it was just so good. And it was just so good to see. And just, it was just, and so many good, um, it was so, it was some words in there. She, she was coming with some words. It was some, it was some good soul food in that mix and of what of that conversation and the jewels she would that's the word i'm looking for i said soul food but it's the jewels she was dropping she was coming with so many jewels so these are some of the moments that i pulled out of 2016 um so and i know it ain't everything so i don't we ain't gotta go through all that uh-uh you forgot about go to www why am i saying w <laughs> Yo, I just straight had an auntie moment. Baby, go go on the computer. Go to www. <laughs> go to facebook.com. Go to Black Ass Podcast on Facebook. Go to Black Ass Podcast on Facebook. I'm going to have this list up. Y'all go ahead and just leave me a comment. Or you can even tweet me um, at Black Ass Podcast and let me know what I missed. And let's just create a huge ass list of black awesomeness for 2016. Um, all right, y'all, that wraps it up for this episode. Thanks again so much for tuning in. Um, and if you haven't already, man, subscribe. What are you What are you waiting for? Okay, you you here every day. Just go ahead and put a ring on it. <laughs> You can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Blueberry. It's out there, okay? It's on Google. You can just get the RSS feed or whatever that means. I just know it's out there. So you grab it, you know, be a part of it. And if you're on Google+, Plus, um, there's a Google+, Plus page. I don't know who's still Google+, Plusing, but if you Google+, Plusing, <laughs> I just like saying Google+, Google. if you Google+, Plusing, then go ahead and follow the podcast on Google+. Plus. Um I'm I'm gonna make a MySpace page. Fuck it. I mean, what do I got to lose? Somebody's auntie is still on MySpace, checked in every day. So why not, right? And uh finally, of course, you can follow me on all social media. That's hrcomedy.com. And you can find the links to the podcast there as well. And um, yeah, just happy new year, right? Uh, this is the last one before 2017. So happy new year. And just thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody in this past year that has subscribed, commented, 
forwarded, shared, liked, listened, um, emailed, texted. I've gotten some really great emails from people just saying how they enjoy the podcast and they're listening and it's making, it's brightening their day. That means a lot because I'm going to tell you, I'm in here, I'm talking into a microphone. I don't know who's listening. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many people are listening. So your feedback is everything. Any comments you leave, they mean the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, let's be great in 2017, man. Happy New Year and I'll see you in the, see you next year. Peace.